Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the new course, Escaping the Great End Times Deception. I want to teach you. I want to train you. You see deception rising in the earth. It's part of what Jesus prophesied. I want to teach you how to recognize those deceptions so that you don't fall for them. Go check it out. We'll talk more about that later. It's at schoolofthespirit.tv slash deceptions, or actually deception, singular. Guys, come on in. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here, and I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils, literally. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life, and like many others around the world, you will have a testimony of transformation. We've got three different messages every week, not just three different services, three different messages every single week to equip you, inspire you, and release you into your destiny. 1047 a.m., come on over, visit, get a seat while you can. If you're not in the region, watch online at ahop.online. Become a web church member. Get official. Go deeper with us into the virtual life group, prophecy rooms, healing rooms, pastoral care, prayer line. It is all virtual. But it's powerful. You get all my teaching archives at AHOP Online. It's all there for you. There's so much for you. Get official today. What are you waiting for? AHOP.online slash webchurch. That second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We are pressing into the deeper things of God. Our current series is The Voice of God. People are learning and growing by leaps and bounds through these courses because the Holy Spirit is breathing on these truths in this hour. It's never been a more critical time to hear the voice of God. School of the Spirit.tv slash voice of God. The third service starts at 4 p.m. Come on over if you're in the region. If not, find our courses at school of the Spirit.tv. Let's press into this. I'm going to read today from the original devotional that I wrote back in 2014. Mornings with the Holy Spirit. This is a classic now. Mornings with the Holy Spirit, and we're going to see, we're going to read today a devotion titled, Thank God for What He Has Given You. Thank God for What He Has Given You. Sometimes we just miss the simplicity and the power of thanksgiving. And here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. You don't need to pray for peace Because Jesus already gave you his peace. Oh, come on. You don't need to pray for grace because I, the spirit of grace, dwell in you. The Holy Spirit says you just need a deeper revelation of what belongs to you in Christ. He has given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. You only need to appropriate them. You need only to be mindful of what you have and thank us for it. Thankfulness for his gifts of peace and grace unlocks the power to walk in them, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, that's a good word. 
He's always with us. We don't have to pray, Lord, be with me today as I go. He's with you. We don't have to pray, Lord, uh, give me peace. We already have peace. Peace dwells in us. He's given us his very own peace, not as the world gives it, but his very own supernatural peace that passes all understanding. We must just begin to thank him for what we've already have so that we become more aware of what belongs to us. Then we're able to step into the reality of what was there all the time. Come on, that's a good word. I don't care where you're from. I said we need to begin to thank God for what he's already given us, which makes us more aware of what's available to us so that we can step into the reality of what belongs to us. Scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever you get books online. The prayer starter from the devotional. Thank you for your peace. Teach me how to appropriate the peace you've given me. Teach me how to tap into that flow of peace that passes all understanding. Help me set my mind on you so that I can experience the peace that abides in me. Father, we're so grateful this morning that you are with us. You will never leave us. You will never forsake us. You will never let go of us. We are firmly in your grip. You are a good, good father. You're always good all the time, every day, every night. You're always good. You never change. You're the immutable God. There's no shifting shadow of turning in you. We don't have to be concerned whether or not you're in a good mood, a bad mood. We can approach you anytime we like. You've given us authority. You've given us permission to come into your presence by the blood of Jesus, which speaks a better thing. We don't have to wonder if you'll accept us. We don't have to wonder if you'll receive us. We know that we have an open door to your throne room. We can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain grace and find mercy to help in a time of need. You will in no way turn us away. You will always receive us. You will always help us when we cry out to you. You will always forgive us when we repent. You will always heal us when we believe that you'll do it. You'll do it. Help us, Lord, to believe in you and your word. Help us, Lord, to press into new levels of faith that we have not yet walked in. Lord, we are believing for something bigger, but sometimes our mind uh, believes one thing and our heart believes something else. We don't want to be uh, captive, captive to our mind, our wrong thoughts, our wrong feelings, our wrong imaginations, our wrong reasonings. We don't want to be captive to an unrenewed mind. Come on, Lord, we don't want to be in, in captive to this unrenewed mind of ours. Lord, we want to be liberated by your spirit. But sometimes our mind holds us back from where you want to take us. Sometimes our imaginations are not godly. They're not holy. They are vain. They are demonic. And we do not cast them down. You tell us in your word to cast down the imaginations, to cast down the arguments to cast down the proud obstacles, to cast down those things that defy your word. And God, sometimes we don't do it fast enough. We meditate on the wrong thing and then we get the wrong thing. We meditate on the lie of the enemy and then we get the wrong result. We meditate that we're not good enough. We meditate that we don't have enough. We meditate that we are not enough. And those lies hold us back. They hinder our faith. 
they squash our strength. God, we do not want to be held captive by our own mind anymore. We want to be liberated by your spirit, fully free. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So Lord, help us today. We need a truth encounter. Take the chains off our minds. Help us to see the wrong thoughts, the lies we're believing. You tell us in your word that we are supposed to think on things that are true and honest, noble, praiseworthy. Oh, Jesus, excellent. Oh, Jesus, we're supposed to think on things above and not about the things of this earth. We're not supposed to worry about what we're going to wear or what we're going to eat or anything else in life. Worry is not our portion peace belongs to us. You are the Prince of Peace, the captain of our soul. Jesus, help us, Lord, today. We do not want to be captive to these imaginations, captive to our own reasoning, reasoning ourselves out of the prophetic words we've received, reasoning ourselves out of the promises in Scripture, reasoning ourselves out of the truth that sets us free. Help us more to break free from our own reasoning. We don't see how it can happen. We can't figure out how you're going to do it. It doesn't make sense to our soul. So we abandon the promise. We allow unbelief to creep in. We allow doubt to creep in. We allow fear to creep in. God, forgive us for allowing any other voice to be stronger, to be louder than your voice in our lives. Lord, we don't want to submit to the wrong voice because we don't want to have to eat the wrong fruit. We don't have to want to have to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's a setup of the enemy. We don't want to be set up uh, for a setback. We want to be set up for success. And your spirit sets us up for success. You lead us and guide us. You order our steps. Many ways seem right in the mind of man, but the Lord's way, it's right. It's only right. Only the Lord. Lord's way is right. Our way leads us to pain. Our way leads us to destruction. Our way leads us to divorce. Our way leads us to addiction. Our way leads us to worry. Our way leads us out of your will. We don't want our way anymore. Your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We don't want our way. We submit our way to the way, Jesus Christ. We submit our way to your way, Father God. We submit our way to your way way. Holy Spirit, your way is better. Your way is better. Your way is perfect. Your way is always going to bear good fruit in our lives. Your way is always going to lead us into peace and to joy. Even in the midst of a trial, we can rejoice in you, the author and the finisher of our faith. We can keep our eyes on the prize like Jesus did when he hung on the cross, despising the shame. He still kept his eyes on us and he has his eyes on us now. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are watching over us even now. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. You are watching over us carefully. Help us to cast the cares that we carry on you.
Help us to cast the worry on you. Help us to cast the fear on you. God, whatever is holding our mind captive so that we cannot believe your word, so that we cannot receive your promises, so that we cannot fight to win, whatever is in our soul that is polluting our faith, God, would you deliver us from it even now? We cast the, come on, we cast the fear at your feet, God. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We cast the doubt at your feet. We do not want to be double-minded. We do not want to be unstable. We do not want to be wishy-washy. And doubt has our soul vacillating. We're going one way, then the other, tossed to and fro by the wind of doubt. One minute we're on fire. The next minute we're cold. Then we're lukewarm. Then we're complacent. Then we're repentant. God, we don't want to be oscillating, oscillating oscillating. We want to be steady. We want to be uh, uh, stable. We want to have perseverance and endurance. So help us see these little foxes that spoil the vine in our soul. We want our mind to be uh, like the mind of Christ, renewed. We want to have the mind of Christ, his thought processes, his way, his, 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 his everything. God, help us. Help us, Lord. We do not want to be captive by the, 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 the intellect of our own mind. We think we're so smart sometimes. <laughs> we think we've got it all figured out sometimes. <laughs> we think that, oh, well, well, I did it this way last time, so it'll work that same way this time. Oh, last time I had a marriage trouble, we did this. So now the trouble has popped back up. We'll do this again. No, we have to follow the strategy of the Lord. Oh, last time I, I, I started a business, I did it this way. So this next time, I'm going to do it this way. I worked last time. It'll work this time. God, help us to stop leaving you out of our equations. Help us to stop thinking that we're so smart. We've got it all figured out. Our intellect is somehow superior. Oh, rubbish. Help us, Lord, today to lean and depend on you in everything. Apart from you, we can't do anything. I thank you, Lord, that we submit our intellect to you. You are the omniscient God. You know everything. We don't know anything compared to what you know. We have a thimbleful, and you have the universe of knowledge. You created the universe. You are everything. You fill everything. You're the self-sustaining God. Help us, Lord, not to stay captive to our intellect. Help us, Lord, not to stay captive to our emotions. <laughs> One moment we're rejoicing. The next moment we're depressed. The next week we're afraid. Then the month after that, we're on top of the world. Nothing can conquer us. God, help us. We give you the reins of our heart. We give you the reins of our heart, God. We give you the reins of our heart. Lord, help us to study your emotions so that we can see what we should be like, that we can have a standard to attain to. You're not a fearful God. You're not depressed. You're not anxious. You're not worried. <laughs> You've got it all figured out. Help us to run to you when our emotions are going wacky, when we can't seem to grab hold of ourselves. We don't want to be captive to our emotions. We want to be bond servants of Jesus Christ, led forth by his truth, by his spirit, by his love. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. 
Liberate our minds today. Liberate our minds today. Liberate our minds today. Liberate our minds today. <laughs> Liberate our will today. Lord, if we have bent our will, if our will has been taken captive by the enemy, if there's an addiction, if there's a if there's a if there's a lie we we're believing that's bending our will away from your will. Liberate our will. Lord, your word says that you will make us willing in the day of your power. Liberate our will. Whatever we're afraid of, we're afraid of surrender, where we're too busy to pray. We don't think we need to go to church every week. We don't believe we should tithe and give offerings, whatever that we're, whatever, that however the enemy has bent our will away from your heart and fortified a stubbornness in our soul and caused a rebellion to rise up from within us because our will is not aligned with yours, deliver us. Because rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as the sin of idolatry. We don't want to serve the idol called self anymore, God. We don't want to serve the idol called self anymore, God. We don't want to serve the idol called self anymore, God. We cast these idols down at your feet. We cast this rebellion, this witchcraft, this stubbornness. We cast all this down at your feet. Liberate our will. We don't want to be deceived. We don't want to walk in darkness. Jesus said, be careful about your eye. If it's filled with light, your whole body will be filled with light. But if it's filled with darkness, even the light that you have will be dark. We don't want to walk in darkness. We don't want to stumble and fall. We don't want to be overtaken by the wicked one because we can't see where we're going. We can't hear your voice because our will is against your will instead of submitted to your will. So liberate our will today, God. Liberate our will today. Liberate our will. Break off uh, anything that hinders love, that hinders obedience. Teach us. Encounter our hearts with your love in such a way that we won't want any other will but your will. Show us your goodness and your glory with such degree that we won't want anything that you don't want. That we will put ourselves in line and lockstep with you every day, all day, all night. Lord, we love you and we want to do what you want, but we've had issues. We've had trials. Things happened to us when we were children. We went through traumas and dramas and pain and upset and betrayal. And there's things sometimes that, that linger. The residue of the past season can still affect our souls. So deliver us today. We don't want to be captive to the past, to our mind, to the fear of the future. We want to be captivated by your spirit, by your beauty. <laughs> by your faithfulness, by your long suffering, by your mercy. We want to be captivated by your peace and your grace, your love for us that never fails, your word which never fails. By hope, by faith, God, help us to be captivated by the right thing, not the wrong thing. Help us to be captivated by you and you alone. You are our magnificent obsession. You are our one thing. Everything else is an idol and we cast it down. We sit at your feet and we listen for your voice and we celebrate your goodness and we bring you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you've begun a new process in our mind today, liberating us. Liberating our mind, our will, our imaginations, our reasoning, our intellect. 
our emotions. You've begun to liberate us. We're going to see things differently now. We're going to get a glimmer of light when we didn't have it before. We're going to respond differently than we did before. We're going to remember that who the sun sets free is free indeed. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Guys, share this. We're going into our next segment. Share this quickly. Those of you who came in after we started, please share this quickly. Let's get the word out. We're going to talk about how we're going to pray about and talk about how God smooths things over. He's the God who smooths things over. So go ahead and share this everywhere. Share it on your timelines via Twitter, everywhere. I want to read you a scripture. Jesus, God, good. Coffee, good. Not as good as God, but good. I want to read you a scripture in Isaiah. See, because some of you, you need to, you've got some rough places in your life. Maybe you're gone through a rough patch. Maybe you've got some rough issues in your marriage. You've got some rough issues at your job site. Maybe you've got some, some roughness in your soul. Maybe you've got some roughness in your finances. Maybe you've got some, maybe there's some rough things in your life right now. If there's not some rough things in your life right now, then there probably will be some rough things in your life at some point. You know, J Jesus never promised us that we would not have trials and tribulation. He said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. God has the ability to smooth things over. No matter how crooked it looks, no matter how devastated it looks, no matter how messed up it looks, I'm telling you, God wants to smooth it over for you. Now, you may have to give him time. Not everything is a miracle. Understand that. Not everything is a miracle. We want God to move right now. God, I need this fixed now. I need my marriage reconciled now. I need my prodigal to come home now. I want this addiction broken now. I need the promotion. that you, I need it now. I need the prophetic word to come to pass now. I need my prayer answered now. But see, God is not on our timeline. To God, a, a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years. <laughs> but you won't have to wait a thousand years. Don't worry. But God, he knows when is the perfect time. He's not trying to cause you to suffer beyond necessity. We do suffer. We suffer so that we can be conformed into the image of Christ. He does allow us to walk through things. Jesus learned obedience through the things he suffered, and he was sinless. We bring a lot of our trouble on ourselves, but God still wants to smooth it over. Here's a scripture, Isaiah 26, verses 7 through 17. Isaiah 26. I'm just going to read verse 7. Lord, you make the path smooth for good people. The road they travel is level. I want to read this out of another, another version. I want you to catch this. The New Living Translation says, But for those who are righteous, that is, that is you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. For those who are righteous, the way is not steep and rough. You are a God who does what's right. Listen. And you smooth out the path ahead of them. See, God goes before you to make a way for you. He's the forerunner God. Scripture calls Jesus the forerunner. 
and you are on the path of righteous righteousness if you are in Christ. If you are in Christ, you are in the way of the righteous. And scripture says the way of the righteous is smooth. Okay, so God wants to smooth those rough places. Listen, he wants to smooth the rough edges in your soul. He wants to smooth the rough edges in your personality that repels people. He wants to, come on, he wants to smooth things over. He wants to make the crooked places straight, but we have to believe that he will. And listen, by faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. Did you hear me? I said, by faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. It doesn't always happen overnight. It's not always a miracle. So we have to believe him and hold on in faith, hoping against hope, just as Abraham did. He hoped against hope and he saw the promise of the son, the promised son, Isaac. So father, in the name of Jesus, we're so grateful that you make us great and precious promises. You promise to make the way of the righteous smooth, to make the crooked places straight, to level the mountains. You have made us these great and precious promises and thousands and thousands and thousands of other promises that are awesome. They're all inspiring. They thrill our hearts. But Father, when we're going through a rough patch, would you help us to keep standing on the promise When we're going through a financial drought, would you keep helping us to stand on the promise that you are our provider and you will provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus? When we're going through a health crisis, a rough spot in our health, would you help us to keep standing on the word that he is Jehovah Rapha? You are the Lord who heals us. By your stripes, we are are healed. Sickness and disease was carried away by Jesus Christ. There is healing in the atonement. Well, would you help us, Lord, to remember when there's issues in our soul, when we need deliverance, that you are the God who sets the captives free, that you came to heal all who were oppressed of the enemy. Would you help us, Lord, to stand on the word, which never fails, to stand on your promises, which are yes and amen, because we go through these rough patches, Lord, and we get overwhelmed. We go through these rough patches and we can't even remember what your word says. We go through these rough patches and we start complaining. We get stressed out. We start to worry. We go through these rough patches and it's just like, ah. and guess what? Let me just set you free here. God's not upset with you when you can't hold on to the promise because you're overwhelmed. When you feel like you're going to fall apart. He's not judging you. He's not like, you know, what's wrong with you? He wants you to have greater faith, but he's not condemning you because you don't. He wants you to believe him. He wants you to fight against that unbelief, the doubt, the fear, but he's not condemning you when you don't. There are times when it gets to be so much that we get overwhelmed. We feel like we can't go on. When Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, he was pressured. He was stressed. He was overwhelmed. He told his disciples he was heavy in heart and he was so stressed that he was sweating drops of blood. Even Jesus was overwhelmed in the garden. Sometimes when God is bringing you to the end of yourself, would you listen to me? This is speaking to you by the Holy Spirit. Please listen. Sometimes when God is bringing you to your own garden of Gethsemane, when he's bringing you to the point of surrender, when he's bringing you to the end of yourself, when he's bringing you to a place where 
you're going to have to lay it all down to go where he wants you to go. Sometimes you will feel overwhelmed by circumstances. The Lord is, is putting on you a demand to come closer and the enemy is fighting you from doing it, from following through. And there's a tug of war in your soul. The enemy is saying, this is not worth it. This is going to cost too much. This is going to be painful. You can't handle it. It's not worth it. Don't do this. Why is God even asking me? And God is saying, come here, my child. I want to anoint you. I want to heal you. I want to rid you of that generational curse. But he's trying to get us to the end of ourselves. He's trying to bring us to that garden of Gethsemane where we cry out in his name, not thy my will, but your will be done. If this cup can't pass from me, I'll drink it. If you can take it away, God, take it away. But if it's your will for me to go through this, if this is part of the refining of my soul, if this must happen so I can get delivered, if this must happen to break a generational curse, if this must happen so I can fulfill your destiny for my life, not my will, but yours be done. And sometimes when God brings you to that point, it's overwhelming because the enemy is resisting you. The snake was slithering in the garden. And we see so many times we come to this place and we want to give up. And when you feel like giving up, it's time to surrender, not to the enemy, but, but to the God who loves you. So don't beat yourself up if you're feeling overwhelmed as if you have too little faith to walk through the fire. Just continue to cry out to God and say, God, I'm overwhelmed. I am at the end of myself. I don't know where to turn. I don't know what to do. I can't even remember your word. I can't barely get through the day. It's one attack after another attack after another attack. There's betrayals. There's people talking bad about me. I can't even think straight. I can't concentrate on the word. God is not mad at you. He wants to deliver you from yourself. I said he wants to deliver you from yourself. And once you get delivered from yourself, it won't matter what anybody says about you. It won't matter how, what anybody accuses you of. You'll de you're dead to it. You're dead to self. Once you get to the end of yourself, once you really die to self, and it's a daily process, but there's a moment of culmination. There's a moment of demarcation. There's a Garden of Gethsemane moment for you where you will die in that place to your will. And then you choose every day after that to continue dying to self. It's not going to matter who said what. It's not going to matter what they do. It's not going to matter the circumstances that are around and about you because you're going to be so one with God and in tune with his heart that you will not be defeated again. Your faith will shift to a new glory and you will begin to see things through the eyes of God instead of through your eyes or the enemy's eyes or the eyes of the negative Nancy's all around you. So, Father, help us to come to the end of ourselves. Help us to go ahead and crucify our flesh now so that we don't have to have so many circumstances come and crucify our flesh for us. I said, Father, help us to crucify our flesh, to mortify the deeds of the body, to strip it of its power, to buffet our body like Paul the Apostle did, so that we don't have to have all these dramatic circumstances from the outside, all the betrayals, all the issues, all the drama. That is what crucifies our flesh if we don't do it ourselves. So help us, Lord, just to make the choice, I die daily, so that we have the strength when the enemy comes to stand against him and to walk into your highest calling for our life in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Did you catch that today? That last exhortation was Holy Ghost. 
I hope you heard that. There's some nuggets in there. I've never said anything like that before, never taught it before. That is the way. We all come to our Garden of Gethsemane. God's not mad at you when you sweat drops of blood. God's not mad at you when you get overwhelmed. God's not mad at you when you can barely pray. He's bringing you to the end of yourself so that he can do something in you that will make that will thrill your heart and will make an impact in your generation. It's costly. But it's worth it. It's costly, but it's worth it. Where else are you going to go? Jesus has the words of life. And then you'll have more authority, more anointing, more wisdom. Some of you are about to cross over. I said, some of you are about to cross over. You're 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 about to cross over. Some of you are about to cross over. You're crossing over from a life led by the soul and by the flesh to a life led by the spirit. You're about to cross over from pain into freedom, into healing. You're about to cross over. You're about to cross over. I can see it so clearly in my spirit. Some of you who are willing, you're about to cross over. You're going over the Jordan. You're coming into the promised land. You'll have to leave some things behind. You can't take all that old baggage with you where God wants to take you. So you've got to let it go. You've got to let him strip you of it. You've got to let him heal you and deliver you. You've got to be willing to stop and sit in the presence of God because he is bringing you to the edge of the Jordan river and he wants you to cross over. Come on, it's crossover day. Come on, it's crossover day. God has brought some of you up to the Jordan. Do you have the faith to step in to the, to the waters? Do you have faith to do it? Do you have faith? If you don't, get with God and press into his heart. It's crossover day. I'm telling you, so many of you are on the edge of a cross. You don't know. That's why there's been so much warfare. The enemy's trying to, he's not trying to stop you now. He's trying to stop your future. He can't stop you now. You're in the now. Faith is now. You're living in the now. He's trying to stop your future. He's threatened by what you carry. So he's releasing everything he's got, trying to get you to give up and stop instead of putting your foot in the water of the Jordan and watching it part. God's going to do a miracle for you, but you've got to get in his mind, his heart, and out of your mind, out of the enemy's mind. Thank you, Jesus. It's crossover day. Come on, it's crossover day. Day be a good day to sow a seed if this broadcast is helping you. Day will be a good day to sow a seed on crossover day. I'm going to spend 30 seconds telling you how you can sow a crossover seed if you want to. You can't buy a crossover. This is a memorial to what God has done today. The revelation that he gave us, we should have already known this. But many of us have to be reminded over and over and over again that we need to die to self. The reason why many of you have had so much warfare and God's not stopping the warfare is because he is using the enemy as a tool in your life to bring you to the end of yourself don't get mad with God what's on the other side is glorious Job was 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 uh, inflicted by the enemy but he got double for his trouble and he's not the only one Joseph was afflicted by the enemy but he ended up being prime minister and saving the world from famine God has a great destiny from you. Come on, let's cross over today listen if you want to sow today you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash missions I'm going to spend 30 seconds on this, and we are going to move on. If you want to use Cash App, you can use Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use Facebook stars. You can use YouTube stickers. 
You can use the text to give, text the word pray to 754, text the word pray to 754-701-2161, text the word pray to 75, hello, Christopher Foley, 754-701-2161, use the PayPal, PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Listen, I'm speaking from experience. I'm telling you, I know what God wants to do. We get in his way. We get in his way. We, we think it's the devil getting in God's way. The devil can't get in God's way. He's given us a free will. Only we can get in his way. He's ultimately going to have his way in the end. We might as well just go ahead and surrender. You can use the PayPal. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 333. Zero three, Father, thank you. Thank you for helping us to come to the end of ourselves, to get delivered from ourselves, so that we can walk in a greater glory, fulfill our destiny. Heaven is eternal. We are going to be in eternity for a long, long time in everything we do in this earth. God, would you help us to see everything we do in this earth, every seed we sow and where we speak, every action we take, it affects and it impacts our eternity. Help us to stop laying up treasures on earth where moths come in and eat and thieves come in and steal. Help us, Lord, to, to store up treasures in heaven where our, our, our seed is secure. We get a harvest now and a harvest then. We get a double harvest. Help us, Lord, today to believe your word and to do what it says in the name of Jesus. And I bless this offering in Jesus' name. I ask you to bless it, multiply it. Help us, Lord, to remember what we were taught today. Remember what you said today. We don't have to be uh, condemning ourselves when we get overwhelmed. Jesus was sweating drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. If you bring us to the Garden of Gethsemane, we are going to be overwhelmed at times, but we don't have to stay overwhelmed because we are in Christ and Christ is in us. And we will cross over. I decree we will cross over. We will. We shall cross over. We will. We will enter our promised land. We've got, we're being prepared for our promised land. Even now, we are being prepared for all the things that he promised us. We have not yet seen them. We're being prepared for them. We will see it. 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 God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. We will see it. If he said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. We will see it. We will see it. We will see it. We're being prepared for the promise. The promise has already been prepared for us. The promise has already been prepared for us. God's not having to scramble around in, in the throne room. And, oh, we got to hurry up and get this ready. The promise has already been prepared for you. We have to be prepared for the promise. We will see it. Here's the, th here's the thing. If you can see it, you can have it. God told Abraham, go out and count the stars. So shall your descendants be. They'll be innumerable. We have to see through the eyes of faith. Can't be like doubting Thomas. Oh, if I see it, I'll believe it. No, believe that you receive it and then you'll have it. Believe that you receive it and then you'll have it. Use your holy imagination to see yourself healed. Use your holy imagination to see yourself prosperous. God wants you prosperous. Yes or no? God wants you healed. Yes or no? God wants you delivered. Yes or no? God wants your marriage restored and your prodigal to come home. Yes or no? 
So see it happening. Use your imagination for holy outcomes. Look at scripture, what it says, and imagine that promise manifesting in your situation, in your life. If you can see it, you can have it. If you can't see it, you'll never get it. Our, our imagination conceives things. It conceives truth or lies in our soul. That's why the enemy sows imaginations in our soul. He wants us to renew our mind to the dark side, to fear and doubt and unbelief. But God wants us to renew our mind to faith and hope and love and joy and peace. And when we can see ourselves through the eyes of God, we become like who he said we are. We don't want to sin anymore. We don't want to speak ill anymore. We don't want to complain anymore. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to live our best life, really. Some of you, the enemy has taken too much from you, and you need to put your foot down and say, no mas, devil. You're not stealing one more day, one more hour. I am not going to be overwhelmed by your tactics. I'm going to be overwhelmed by Jesus. And if I get overwhelmed by your tactics, I'm going to catch myself, and I'm going to die to self, and I'm going to say, Lord, let your will be done. I'm going to walk through this fire because I know you're with me. Do what you want to do in me because I want to be used for your glory. We've got to get serious about Christianity. The days are growing darker. Can you see what's happening in the earth? We're in the in times. This is the beginning of sorrows. Can you see it? Jesus it could come back anytime. Bible says, you know, who's going to come back when you least expect it? Well, I least expect it right now. We don't know the day or the hour. Anybody can say all these things have to happen before Jesus comes back. Okay, well, you know, we don't know that the gospel hasn't been preached everywhere. Just because researchers say, oh, there's some, you know, tribe somewhere, you know, with three people in it on the other side of, you know, uh, of Norway. I mean, I, he could come back any moment, any moment he could come back. Let that sink in. There's a great end times deception that we must not fall into. Jesus talks about it in Matthew 24. False doctrines, false prophets, false teachers, false apostles, false pastors, false deliverance ministers, false anointings, false signs and wonders. We've got to escape the leaven of all this so that we're not deceived. The strong delusion that's going to be released. There's a spirit of error rising in the earth. There's false supernatural manifestations. It goes on and on and on. That's why I want some of you to take my class, Escaping the End Times Deception. Over there at schoolthespirit.tv slash deception. Because I don't want you to be deceived. Well, I can't be deceived. Yeah, you can. If you don't think you're de you can be deceived, you're already deceived. <laughs> Come on, I'm talking to you like a mama. God is good. He wants to prepare you. He wants to use you. He wants to work signs, wonders, and miracles through you. But he's not going to do it our way. We have to do it his way. We have to lean into his heart. We have to follow his spirit. It's his spirit. It's his anointing. It's his truth. It's his word. It's his grace. It's his peace. It's his love. It's his wisdom. It all belongs to him. It's his money. Your child is his child. He loves him more than you do. We have to get on the same page with God. Praise the Lord. I'm not saying he's coming back tomorrow. I'm saying we don't know when he's coming back. As in the days of Noah, they were eating, drinking, partying, having children, having a great time. And bam, here, come, here, you know, here comes the flood. Look at scripture. Jesus, help us, Lord. I want to mention one thing in this context. I have a new book coming out in just 
about a month or so. It's called The End Times Watchmen. It's a follow-up to the making of a Watchmen, all new material. It has to do with watching and praying in the last of the last days. Mike Bickle from International House of Prayer in Kansas City wrote the forward. It's called The End Times Watchmen. The only place you can pre-order it right now is on my website, jenniferleclair.org slash watchmen. If you're watching this in the future, it'll be on Amazon at some point. Right now, it's not there yet. You can pre-order it on my website and pick up those bonus materials when the book is released. Check that out. All right, guys, I'm going to go. I've got a full day. So God bless you. I will see you on tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.